Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time, only save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. That's dell.com slash deals. Every business is constantly asking themselves, what's a thing I can do to take my business to the next level? It's something I'm thinking about, of course, over at Daily Stoic and Daily Dad and the Painted Porch. And one of the tools I use for just that is LinkedIn Jobs, because LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and free. You might have just listened to the episode I put up where I was given a talk at LinkedIn back in 2017. So I've been using LinkedIn a long time because LinkedIn isn't just another job board. It has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. And hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. It's so easy. In fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. We've hired multiple people here at Daily Stoic from LinkedIn. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash stoic. That's linkedin.com slash stoic to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Stoic Podcast. On Thursdays, we do double duty, not just reading our daily meditation, but also reading a passage from the book, The Daily Stoic, 366 Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance, and the Art of Living, which I wrote with my wonderful co-author and collaborator, Stephen Hanselman. And so today, we'll give you a quick meditation from one of the Stoics, from Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, then some analysis from me, and then we send you out into the world to do your best to turn these words into works. It's not unfair. It just is. It's amazing how often we find ourselves using those words, words like unfair, unlucky, frustrating, unfortunate, annoying, inconvenient. To the Stoics, there was a word for these kinds of words, opinion. Things don't upset us, Epictetus said, our judgment about them does. Events are not fair or unfair, they just are. We make up that the stock market is good or bad, a bear or a bull. In truth, it's just doing what it does. It's just a reflection of perceived values at a particular moment. The more we can catch ourselves from applying these labels, the happier we will be, the more options we'll have too. But that's so hard, you say. Of course it is. It goes against every impulse. But still, we always have the ability to have no opinion, Marcus says. We can catch ourselves and think, it's not what I wanted, but that doesn't mean that I was unlucky. It's not how I would have treated someone, but that doesn't mean it's unfair. It just is. It's the situation we're in, the hand we've been dealt, and if we spent less time calling it names, we'd have more energy and time to play the hand well, to respond to the situation. So remember this and adjust your vocabulary accordingly. Corralling the Unnecessary. This is today's entry in the Daily Stoic, 366 Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance, and the Art of Living. I riff on this on another episode 
uh, in the Daily Stoic Journal, but it's so important, it's worth saying again. It is said that if you want to have peace of mind, busy yourself with little. But wouldn't a better saying be to do what you must and as required of a rational being created for public life? For this brings not only the peace of mind of doing few things, but the greater peace of doing them well. Since the vast majority of our words and actions are unnecessary, corralling them will create an abundance of leisure and tranquility. As a result, we shouldn't forget at every moment to ask, is this one of the unnecessary things? And we must corral not only the unnecessary actions, but unnecessary thoughts too, so needless acts don't tag along after them. That's Marcus in Meditations 424. I read the Gregory Hayes translation before, but I thought I would give you the Robin Waterfield translation of that same line, because again, it's so good. He says, do little if you want to be content. But wouldn't it be better to do what's necessary, everything the reason of a naturally social being requires, in the manner it requires it? The upshot will not only be the contentment that comes from doing the right thing, but also the contentment that comes from doing little. After all, most of our words and actions are unnecessary, and dispensing with them gives one more freedom and greater peace of mind. It follows that you should prod yourself every time by asking, is this really necessary? And it's important to dispense not only with the unnecessary actions, but unnecessary thoughts as well, because it will ensure that no redundant actions follow either. And Waterfield says that this first line, the do little if you want to be content, or as in R1, if you want to be content, do less. Um, it's saying that this is actually a fragment from Democritus that was then taken up by the Epicureans. To the extent to which a philosopher should engage with the world was a major bone of contention with the two schools, with the Epicureans recommending withdrawal and the Stoics' engagement, basing their view here as Marcus does on the fact that we are by nature social beings. So the idea is we can't withdraw completely. We have to be involved, but we should only be involved in the essential important things. And so I'll give you the rest of today's riffing. I say the Stoics were not monks. They didn't retreat to the sanctuary of a monastery or a temple. They were politicians, businessmen, soldiers, artists. They practiced their philosophy amid the busyness of life, just as you are attempting to do, just as I am attempting to do. The, the key to accomplishing this is to ruthlessly expunge the inessential from our lives. What vanity obligates us to do, what greed signs us up for, what ill discipline adds to our plate, what a lack of courage prevents us from saying no to, all of this we must cut, cut, cut. What are you going to say no to this week? That's the question. What inessential things are you going to question and remove? What obligations are you going to wriggle out of? Because they're not actually obligations, but impositions that society has foisted on us that don't actually matter. Say no. There is power in that. Not just power in the freedom it gives you, but by saying no to the things that don't matter, we're able to say yes fully, doubly, as Marcus says, to the things that do matter. We do less better. That's what I want for you. That's what you should want for yourself. Say no this week. Ask yourself at every moment, is this essential? Is this one of the unnecessary things? Does this actually matter? Is it important? Chances are it isn't, so act accordingly. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you could leave a review for the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. The, the reviews make a difference. And of course, every nice review from a nice person helps balance out the crazy people who get triggered and angry anytime we say something they disagree with. So if you could rate this podcast and leave a review on iTunes, that would mean so much to us and it would really help the show. We appreciate it. And I'll see you next episode. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Daily Stoic early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus.